Everything we're doing, uh, I believe, is going to another level. Amen? Amen. That's, God, that's God's plan. That's God's desire. His, his plan is a plan of increase. Amen. He, he's never about going backwards. He's always about going forwards. Amen. That's why we would talk about seed time and harvest, because when you plant a seed, it's always to increase you so you can sow more to increase more. Amen. I mean, that's how his kingdom operates. And, and I mean, I'm excited to bring the word to you this morning. And, and I'm going to continue talking about behold, he's more than just a man. If you have a Bible, let's turn to, uh, let's go to Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews chapter 11. And also you can, uh, if you want to find 2 Chronicles chapter 20. Thank you, Father. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, it says, But without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is... In that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Amen. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Impossible. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. For he that comes to God must believe that he is. You know, when Annette was saying things, I'm saying things from the pulpit, and we talk about healing, or we talk about prosperity, or or lack, and those things. Anytime we say those things, I, I never want to say it from a position to make you feel condemned. Amen. I never want to say it from, well, I'm not, I'm not healed. I, I, guess, I guess I don't have enough faith. Or uh, I have lack, so I guess that means I don't have... No, we're always going to speak, we're going to speak God's word, and it's always about you reaching your potential. We're standing with you. We're standing together for, for victory. We're standing together for harvest. So never take something that's said from here as a word of condemnation to condemn you, but to inspire your faith to go to another level. You know, because, you know, Annette and I, although we're pastors and and those things, it doesn't mean we don't have challenges. It doesn't mean we don't have financial situations or, or things that we have to stand, stand against or, or pressures that come from the outside to try to pressure us. You know, it was a, a year, over a year ago. Um, I haven't asked Annette to share, for me to share this, but I'm, I just felt in my heart to, to share this. And I think I might have mentioned, to, mentioned it to you at one, one point. But it was over a year ago, we, um, there were some symptoms that she was having in, in her body. And so she went to the doctor to, to get the things checked out. And, and we're at the Believers Convention. And all, we get a phone call from the doctor from this report that she had had a sonogram. And they said, well, we need you to do a, go in and do a CAT scan today because... Because we see some masses on your a mass on your pancreas, and um, and so we we're like okay first so initial the, the initial thing is is fear you know that's the initial that the enemy is always going to come with some aspect of fear, but you know we have a choice are we going to are we going to give into the fear or are we going to stand in faith, and so yeah and naturally your mind can go in so many different directions of. What about this or what about that? And you have to, you have to, we have to realize, okay, we're going to live by faith. So no matter where you are, the answer is going to be living by faith. Living by faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please him for he that comes to God must believe that he is. So, so we, 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 we just, we locked hands and she, she actually walked back into the convention center because she walked out during a service and, and she came back and, and, and she kind of told me what was going on. We just, 
locked hands. And you know what we do? We just, we're going to listen to the word. <laughs> we're going to listen to the word. We're not going to run from the word. We're, we're not going to get, we're going we're to go to the word. Okay. And so, so, so here we are, we're, we're, uh, we're, we're standing and believing. So later that day, they had set up an appointment immediately for her to go in to have a, have that scan done. And, and so we're just praying, we're, we're seeking the Lord. And, and so all of a sudden we, we get the report back and, uh, and they said, no, there's, there's no, there's no mass on, there's no mass on the pancreas. Amen. Now, there was still some other symptoms that we were having that we had to walk through, but, but it was just little by little, we had to get direction, get wisdom from God, but it never moved us off of faith in God. So if you, you're, if you haven't had manifestation yet, it doesn't mean that you're not healed yet. We are, according to the word, it says we are already healed. And we're standing for the, ma- the complete manifestation of that healing. Amen. We call those things that be not as though they are. Father, I thank you that, that my wife is complete and whole in every way. Hallelujah. Her digestive system is whole in every way. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. For he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder. Of them that diligently seek him. A rewarder. If I were to, if I were to have, a, have a contest. And, 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 and George would win that contest. And I had this prize. Would it, what just happened in George's life? He had manifestation. If I was holding on to something. And, and that was the reward I was ever holding on to for every single person in here. When you got rewarded and you received that reward, you just received what manifestation you received manifestation. And so through understanding that the outcome of my faith is manifestation. Let me try over here. You know, whatever you're believing God for, whatever you're standing God for, the other side of that belief in God is manifestation. And, and so, so we're standing with each other this morning, no matter where you are. We are a church family. Hallelujah. And Lonnie, we're standing with you. Amen. Brenda, we're standing with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Manifestation. Manifestation. You know what? And manifestation can happen in a moment. Hallelujah. What, what's a miracle? We sang about the God of miracles this morning. What's a miracle? And the Lord gave me this definition years ago, and you've heard me say it, and I'll say it again. That a miracle is when the divine intersects with the ordinary and removes every limitation. That's what a miracle is. When, when the divine intersects with my ordinary and removes every limitation. What, what limitations might you have this morning? Well, I want you to hold on to the divine. And, and when that divine intersects with your ordinary, it will remove every limitation. So let's keep, let's keep our faith turned on. Let's keep our expectation up that, that, that my miracle is manifesting now. My, man, my miracle is manifesting right now. My, man, my miracle is manifesting. My, it's right now. Whatever, wherever it is, it's always now. Now, I'm not going to say, okay, when you get in the parking lot, because when you get in the parking lot, that will be now. <laughs> that makes sense. Hallelujah. Manifestation. Show us your glory. Show us your goodness. Show us your power. Show us your presence. 
Hallelujah. When, when Moses declared that and made that declaration, this heart cry out of his heart, he said, show me your glory. Meaning he was saying, saying, God, if I'm going to take them into the promised land, I need something more than just myself. I, I, I'm releasing my faith in you because a couple of verses before that, he said, it's in you going with us that makes us distinguished. Meaning it's only you with me that, that makes me different. It's only you with me that helps me. It's only when, when, I'm, when you're with me that I can do this. He goes, don't, I don't want to go in there unless, unless you're going to go with me. Meaning, meaning, you know what? I'm releasing my faith that you're going with me because it's only in that that I will see victory. It's only in that that I'll be changed. It's only in that. And this morning, it's only with him. It's only through him. It's only through in his word that we're going to see manifestation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So let's look at second uh, Chronicles, second Chronicles 20. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is. Make that declaration with me. Believe that he is. I love how it says, believe that he is, meaning it was open-ended. It just didn't say one thing, but believe that he is. And you've heard this, I've heard this. What is is mean? It's whatever you need him to be. Whatever you need him to be. Hallelujah. Whatever you need him to be this morning, believe that he is. In Second Chronicles 20, we may come back here later, but let me, I just want to read verse 20. It says, And they rose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went forth, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe his prophets, so shall you prosper. Let me say that last phrase of that again. He says, believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Just a reminder, Hebrews 11, without faith, it's impossible to please God. For he that comes to God must believe that he is. So here he says, believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. So what does belief do? Here, belief establishes you. Belief brings you to a point of no retreat. See, if you establish something, you know, this building is established upon concrete. It, it is fixed on this concrete. It's, it's, it's established. If you have, if you take a, 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 a high rise building, it, it, it's you, you it, if you look in the base of it, it's established in something it's founded in something it's secure in something it's strong because of its foundation. Believe in the Lord thy God and you shall be established. So, so first understand about faith is faith will establish you. See, and, and, and this morning, I want you to be established in who God is this morning. Believe. You know, last week, Dr. Savell made, made a declaration. He talked about crying out for our harvest, declaring our harvest. So the next verse here says, the next part of it says, believe his prophets so shall you prosper. Believe his prophets and you shall prosper. The word prosper there means to make progress. It means to increase. 
It means to advance. So believe in the Lord your God and you'll be established. If you believe his prophets, you shall advance. You shall increase. You shall make progress. You see, there's something about the prophetic word. There's something about the word of God. See, we, we know the word of God tells us in the New Testament. It says, it says how, how uh, men of old, it says when the Holy Spirit came upon them, they wrote. So, you know, the, the prophetic word, you, we, you, can look at, you can look at a prophet or you can realize, just let's look at the word prophet, not as someone, the office of a ministry, but see a prophet as someone that's speaking on behalf of God. That's really what a prophet is. It's one speaking on behalf of God. So here you can look at this, believe in the Lord your God and you will be established. Believe as prophets. Believe the one sent with words from God and you will prosper. Let's go to John chapter 12. John, I'm sorry, John chapter 14. Sorry about that. John chapter 14. Matthew chapter 10 says this. It says, says, if I receive a prophet in the name of a prophet, I receive what? A prophet's reward. What would be the reward of a prophet? Meaning what he's saying is going to come to pass, right? So there's something about this believing in the prophet and you will prosper. John chapter 14. And we're going to be dealing with something over the next three weeks concerning this. Verse, verse 15 it says, if you love me, keep my commandments. Or you could say this, the word commandments actually there also means sayings. And I will pray the Father, and sometimes the commandments kind of gets us hung up. You know, sometimes it's like, oh, well, that's law. Commandments are law, brother. Commands are law. It's the sayings of Jesus, the things that Jesus declared. Amen. Things that he spoke. And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever, even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it sees him not. And neither knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Yet a little while and the world sees me no more. But you see me because I live, you shall live also. At that day, you shall know that I'm in the Father and you in me and I in you. Now, get this. He that hath my commands. Or you can say, he that has my sayings and keeps them. He it is that loves me. And he that loves me shall be loved of my father and I will love him and I will manifest myself to him. So just, just real quick, and I'm going to elaborate on this a little bit. He that has his commands and keeps his commands, Jesus says, I will manifest myself to him. If you look at verse 23, it says, if a man love me, he will keep my words. And my father will love him and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So if we see here about keeping his words, having his words and keeping his words. Remember, if you believe the prophet, you will do what? Prosper. So here, if you have my words and you keep my words... And it uses this phrase here, you love me. 
Let's talk about the word love. Because I, I love talking about God's love for humanity. Man, I, I mean, it's something I believe that we constantly need to learn about. It's something we constantly need to discover. It's something that we constantly need to receive. Amen. A revelation of how much God loves you and me. But I haven't talked a, a whole lot about our love for God. Now, now, please hear this. When I talk about this this morning, this isn't about you earning salvation. You can do, there's nothing you can do to earn salvation except believe. If you believe on the Lord your God, you shall be established. You see, when you believed on Jesus, you became established in his kingdom. Right? When you believed on Lord, Lord, the Lord Jesus, you are now a partaker of his kingdom. You, you are established in his kingdom. And there's nothing, nothing that can change that. Right. Because you are now born again. Now, now this word love here isn't isn't an emotional love. It's not an emotional feeling that sometimes we associate love with this word. Love here has more to do with valuing a person. It has more to do with honoring a person. So here, what he's saying is not about your salvation, but it's when you hold on to my commandments, you because that word has my commands, meaning to take possession of my sayings or take possession of my commandments and keeps my commandments. They'll be the one that love me. So if I'm holding on to his commandments and I'm keeping his commandments, then what am I doing? I am honoring his place and his position in my life. I'm honoring his place and his position in my life. It's not about earning salvation, but it's honoring his place. You know, it's like a a mother and father. You know, it's like when you tell your children to do something, it's not in a position to bind them. It's not in a position to hinder them or to confine them, it is to what? Bring blessing to their life. Is to bring increase to their life. Is to bring freedom to their life. You you don't you don't yell to to the street and say say hey hey look both ways. That's that you, you know you're not yelling that or declaring that to bind your child. You're communicating to them because what you love them. You see when you value this words, because Jesus is the word, when you value and put the word in right position in right place, you'll make it a part of your life. He who lays hold, fast hold of my commands, he who keeps my commands. This, this word keep here means, means um, it's kind of like, a, like to build like a fortress. See, this keeps my commands, meaning these commands are what make up the strength in my life. These, the, these, these commands and these sayings aren't to bind me or to break me. These commands are to bless me. So when you choose to hold fast to his word or keep his word, what you're doing is you're revealing and revealing to everyone who you honor. And it says, when you honor, I will manifest myself to him. 
Jesus is what? The glory of God. And there's times in my life where, you know, I went through a lot of different things in, in, in my life. And I can probably trace everything back in my life, failures, disappointments, mistakes. I can point back to every single one of those things probably based on three things. I didn't heed God's word. I didn't heed a word that came from someone to me from God. Or I didn't heed my parents' words. I can, I can pretty much trace any failure in my life back to those three things. You know, um, in, 1990, in 1997, I made a decision to do something, and, and I, some of my friends were involved uh, with me in it. And, and, um, and it was a week before I was about to do this particular thing, and, and all of a sudden, a week before, a friend of mine come, comes to the house and, uh, and says... Justin, he goes, I've just been praying about this thing that you're getting involved with. I've been praying about this thing that you're about to do. And he goes, I mean, he goes, I was up all last night. And he said, he goes, I really, I really think this is the wrong decision. And, and, and really, you know, I told you I'd be a part of it and I'd be with you. But you know what? I really, I really can't be a part of it. And I, I, I was like, wow, okay. It's kind of. Kind of had an attitude. Well, who does he think he is? Is he better than me? I could hear from God. So I called my mom up. <laughs> well, you, you know what so-and-so is? So, can, can you believe what so-and-so? Well, well, Justin, I really kind of have that same thought. <laughs> well, a week later, Justin did this thing. And it delayed two years of my life. What, what, did, did, was, I, was God trying to teach me something? Was, was God trying to see what kind of man I am? Was, 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 was God testing my faith? No. I didn't honor his word. Had nothing to do with my salvation. I'm saved. I'm going to heaven. It had nothing to do with my salvation. It had to do with me honoring his word. So when you see the scripture, whoever has his commands and, and keeps his word, it, 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 it loves me. What mean, meaning when you, when you keep this word, you're choosing to put Jesus in a position, in a place of value in your life. So, so young people, hear me. Don't, don't look down on your parents because of things they say to you. Don't look down on your pastor because of things they might say to you or other men of God. Why? Because realize, realize it, it's, it's everything. See, see the, the word was sent to us not to bind us, but it was to free us. And so often, you know, children, you know, can look at their parents and saying, you know, the parents will tell them one thing, but, but I, cause I know because I did it. You know, they'll walk around the corner and just roll their eyes like they just don't know what they're talking about. And see, sometimes we do that spiritually to God. Well, well, God, you just don't know what this is. Well, this is my opinion about that, God. And this is what I see this. But no, but then what happens is, is you are really not valuing his word. See the, see, the moment you try to make up your opinion about God and his kingdom is the moment that you cease to value his voice in your life. 
And you know what? It's not that he doesn't want to manifest himself. It's not that he, he doesn't want to manifest his glory. It doesn't ma- it's not that he doesn't want to manifest his presence, his power, or his goodness in, his li- in, in your life. It's, it's just what happens is, is we end up kind of tying, our, tying his hands. Not that we can really tie God's hands, but, but you know what I mean? Because, because I experienced two years of, I think what Terry Savoy says, a hailstorm. And you can spell that any way you want. But it was, it was all because of, I chose not to honor my parents' words, God's word, or the word that may have come from God to someone, from someone else. This, this is about seeing harvest. This is, this is about seeing manifestation. And, 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 and you have to come to a place that, that this word can't be optional anymore. If you want to see the glory of God manifest in your life, this word can't be just a good suggestion or a good idea. This word has to be a foundation in your life. See, believe on the Lord and you'll be established. Believe the prophets. Believe words spoken from God and you'll prosper. So if I take this word and I realize that if I, if I hold fast to his word and I keep his word, then what happens? It says he's going to manifest himself. But if I, if I think, oh, no, nah, that's okay. He's, then what happens is I'm not, he, I'm not believing the prophet. If I'm not believing the prosper, prophet, it's going to be hard for me to pro- prosper, increase, advance, or make progress. His word has to be foundation in our life. Go to, go to Proverbs chapter 2. Man, it's already that time. Wow. Thank you, Father. Proverbs chapter 2. Now keep everything through this aspect of if you believe the prophet, you will receive. You believe the prophet and, and you receive his word, you will prosper. Now look at this in verse two, chapter 2, verse 1. It says, My son, if you will receive my words... And hide my commandments with, we, with thee, so that you incline your ear to wisdom. Apply your heart to understanding. Yea, if you cry after knowledge and lift up your voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver and search for her as a hid treasure. Now get this, what is he talking about? Verse 1 here says, my son, if you receive my words. If you receive my words. Then he says, if you seek her as silver. See, his words are his wisdom. So here it's saying, if you seek her as silver and you search for her as a hid treasure, man, if I told you that, you know, I buried a hundred thousand dollars around this property, <laughs> I mean, by tomorrow, by tomorrow morning, there would be probably 3000 holes dug all across this property. Why? Because you know, it's a hid treasure, but how come it's hard for you to get in the word for five minutes? How come you like to read everything else, but something that's actually going to cause you to prosper? I know, I know that's, that, that, that's a hard statement, but, but the thing is, it's talking about this wisdom, which is his word. And it says that you seek for it as like if it's a hid treasure. Meaning God, because what is his word sent to do? If I, if I receive it, it's going to cause me to prosper. And that's why a lot of people, when they get born again and they're established in the kingdom, but their life never goes beyond that because they don't understand the rest of the word. 
Verse 5 says, Then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find knowledge. For the Lord giveth wisdom. Out of his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He lays up sound wisdom for the righteous. He doesn't say he lies up wisdom from the righteous. He's not hiding wisdom from you. He's laying it up for you. Hallelujah. He is a buckler to them that walk uprightly. He keeps the paths of judgment and preserves the way of the saints. Let's go to chapter 4. Hallelujah. Verse 1 says, Hear ye, children, the instructions of a father, and attend to no understanding. For I give you good doctrine. Meaning, listen to the instructions of a father and attend to no understanding. Meaning, hear what, what the word says and attend to it. Meaning, you stay with it until it brings understanding. I mean, you keep looking at it, you keep reading it, you keep meditating on it until it brings understanding. Hallelujah. Verse 7 says, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. Exalt wisdom, and she will what promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor when you embrace her. She shall give to thee an ornament of grace. What would it do? A crown of glory shall she deliver to thee. Hear, O my sons, and receive my sayings. And the years of thy life shall be many. I have taught thee in the way of wisdom. I have led thee in right paths. When thou goest, thy steps shall not be straightened. And when thou runnest, thou shalt not stumble. See, this all has to do with receiving the word. Making the word such a vital aspect of of your life. That as I get this word and I attend to this word. And I make it a value part of my life. It's going to cause my life to increase. It's going to cause my life to grow. In verse 20. Thank you, Troy. (laughs) Verse 20 says, my son, attend to my words. Sometimes we have this idea, okay, if we just, if we just do X, Y, and Z and say uh, abracadabra, abracadabra, all of a sudden we're going to walk in prosperity. No, this is a constant growth throughout your Christian walk. He says, my son, attend to my words. This is the same thing where Jesus says, receive, he says, he who has my words and keeps my words. That same word, keep, is attend to my words, make it a priority. See, if you don't value a person, you won't value their words. You see, I could, I could tell my wife that I love her. But if I don't listen to anything she says, then I have I really loved her. And my wife says amen really loud. <laughs> you know, because there's times where you get busy, life, and, and all of a sudden it's like you, you hear, but you don't really hear. All the men say amen. But think, but see, but see, if I love, if I, if I really love how you're going to tell my love is then I'm going to value their words. It's the same thing. How children, how do you know that you really love your parents? It's because you value their words. That's what, back to John 14, what it's saying. He would, keeps my word and, and, and keeps my word. He goes, he who loves me, if you value his word, you're going to do what he says. So that's what this word, attend to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life unto those that find them. 
There's life unto those that find them. Life unto those that find them. I don't know about you, but, but, but I'm believing for life to continue to manifest. See, the glory of God is the life of God. The glory of God is the life of God. The goodness of God is the life of God. The presence of God is the life of God. Let them not depart from the eyes. Keep them in the midst of your for their life to those that find them and health to all your flesh. Go to Joshua chapter three. Joshua chapter three. And some of you might have heard me minister along these lines before, but I had in my heart strong to, to go to this because I want you to see something because... Because here you have the children of Israel were brought out of Egypt. They were brought out of bondage by what? A word from God. Now, let me say that again. They were brought out of bondage because of a word from God. What did, what did, what did God tell Moses? I hear the cries of my children. And he goes, I will come down and I will deliver them. And he shows up in a bush and says, and you're the one that's going to deliver, deliver them. So, so, so they got set free because they heeded God's word. See, if you believe the prophet, you shall what? Prosper, increase, advance. So, so when you receive the word, it's all about to take you to advancement. Amen. Harvest. <laughs> but yet... They were walking around the wilderness for 40 years because they couldn't do the other word. And so here Moses has passed away and and, and all of a sudden Joshua is now the leader and the same spirit that was on Moses, uh, you know, Moses laid hands on him and said, you know, the same spirit that's on me is going to come on you and so forth. And here Joshua finally, you know, God shows up in Joshua 1 and says, hey, my servant is dead. You know, rise up, take this people over the Jordan. See, that's a word from God, right? That's a word from God. Take this people over the Jordan. See, for 40 years, they're, they're hung up traveling on the desert, and all they need to do is cross the Jordan. But the success of getting to the promised land was going to be based on receiving the word. Let's look at Joshua 3, verse 1. And Joshua rose early in the morning... And they moved, removed from Shittim and came to the Jordan, he and all the Israelites, and he lodged there before passing over. After three days, the officers went through the camp, commanding the people. When you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God being born by the priest, set out from where you are and follow it. Yet a space must be kept between you and it, about 2,000 cubits, Come not near it, that you may be able to see the ark. I'm reading the Amplified. That you may be able to see the ark and know the way you must go. For you have not passed this way before. So get a picture of this. Here, Joshua Joshua gets a word from God. And the word was, I want you to tell the people to, when they see the priest bearing the ark and they stand in the Jordan, I want you to realize, it says, keep, keep it out in front of you. And it says, follow it. Why do I bring out this morning? What does that have to do with the word? Because you see, the the ark represented God's ability. 
You know, you know what was in that ark at that time? It was, there was uh, manna in a golden bowl. Would that represent? It re- represented God's provision. It also represented God's word. What was also in there? It was Aaron's rod that budded. Meaning it was a stick that was just on the ground and all of a sudden out of that stick, it started to blossom and be fruitful and it wasn't even connected to anything. See, that's God's ability. What was also in there? The Ten Commandments. You see, so what, what, what can we take from this story? What can we take from this this morning? He's saying, if you keep my ability, see, see the, the, the ark represented the glory of God in the presence of God. So what is he saying? If you keep the ark out in front of you, if you keep my presence in front of you, if you keep my ability in front of you, if you keep the glory of God in front of you, and if you keep the word of God in front of you. See, he, he said, make sure you keep 2,000 cubits. I think that's about a half a mile. He says, says, keep it out in front of you because you haven't been this way before. See, I, I want to encourage you. God wants to take you into some things. God wants to do some things in your life. He wants to do some things through your life. But you know what? In this season, we can't treat the word of God as something that's optional. We have to keep the glory of God, his presence, his word out in front of us because we haven't been this way before. And and, and we can even look at it this way. If you're tired of going through the same things over and over, look at something different. That's what he's saying. If you're tired to the Israelites, if you're tired of going around the same mountain for 40 years, keep me out in front of you. Keep my word out in front of you. Keep my presence out in front of you. Keep my grace out in front of you. Why? Because you haven't been this way before. The word has to become something that's such a major part of our lives. And, and what I'll be dealing with over the next two weeks is, is it, three weeks is the word and the spirit. Jesus said, my words are spirit and they are life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Keep his word. Keep his presence. Keep him out in front. Because why? If you believe, see, in order for them to get to the promised land, Joshua couldn't say, you know what? I think there's a better way. If you believe the prophet, you will prosper. If he believes the word that came from God, Joshua, you'll prosper. Thank you, Father. Without turning there, if you, go to, if you look at Second Chronicles 20, where we find that scripture, if you believe in the Lord thy God, you'll be established. If you believe his prophets, you'll prosper. What was this all based in? It was all based in following God's direction. What is Jehoshaphat? Jehoshaphat's surrounded by an army. He's surrounded by an enemy. And what does he do? He calls a fast for all of Judah. And he tells them, all right, let's all fast because you know what? We're surrounded by an enemy. And I think this is a good time to seek the Lord. I mean, it's a shame too often we wait to seek the Lord when, when hell's broke loose, you know? I mean, when we're at the bottom, right? You know, it's like, so here they seek the Lord. And, and what happens? Finally, he calls all, everyone's fasting. And all of a sudden, what does God do? He speaks through a prophet and tells them, hey, God wants to do this tomorrow. Go out, set your battle in array. Send out the instruments. Send out the singers. Send out the worshipers. You know why? Because the battle is the Lord's. 
Don't send out the worshipers. Send out the, 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 the ones with the trumpets. Send out them. Send out the worshipers first. See, that's not, that's not what I would do. If I was in a, in, in a military struggle, a military battle, the first thing I would do is probably not to send out the instruments. But yet, if you do the word, you what? Prosper. So here he does. He's, he, he's obedient. Jehoshaphat declares it. They speak it, speak it out. They do what he, he said. And what happens? It said, it said that God created ambushments around them. Why? Why? Because they did the word. The word. So when I do the word, it's my choice to say, you know what? I choose to honor God in this situation. I'm going to keep the word. I'm going to possess the word. Why? Because I want to honor the father. And the, the greatest thing to see in that scripture in John 14 is, and he will manifest himself. Man, God wants to manifest himself in your life. Say that with me. God wants to manifest himself in my life. Let's go to Matthew 6, and I'll close with this. And then I'll pick up next week. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So in Joshua 3, we saw the aspect of we see, we see position and we see priority. When you keep the word, you're telling the word is priority. When you value something, it's priority. And that's what Joshua was doing. He was saying, he was saying hey, let's keep this out in front of us. Why? Because it's a priority. In verse 25, I'll just read this and then, then I'll skip a couple verses. It says, therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor yet for your body, what you should put on is not life more than meat and the body more than raiment. Behold the fowls of the air for they sow not, neither do they reap nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much better than they see? Do you see how much God values you? You are more valuable. Don't let anyone through science or philosophy try to teach you that, that every bit of creation is on the same level. We're the only ones that were created in God class. And no, we are not made from monkeys. We didn't evolve from monkeys. If we evolved from monkeys, then there would be no more monkeys. We either evolved or we didn't evolve. And I could go on and, and, and tell you more about evolution. It, it's theoretically impossible. Even if you say billions of years, it's still poss- impossible for cells to mutate that long. Even billions of years, it's impossible. So we're the only ones made in his image. God values you. And all he's saying is, is value my word because I want to take you places. Value my word because I want to, I want to do things. In your life. Value my word because, because I want to manifest myself to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, man. And just think about, just think about God manifesting himself through you for someone else. So here, you're more valuable than those. And let's skip down to verse 33 for the sake of time. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. 
and all these things shall be added unto you. Say manifestation. manifestation. See, adding is manifest. If I, if, I, if I only had this right now, and he added more to me than what just happened, there was manifestation. If I had this and he added to me, what just took place? Harvest. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Without doing a whole message on righteousness, what is his righteousness? Is God's way of doing and being right. God's righteousness is the way he does things. Where are we going to find out the way he does things? Seek first the kingdom of God and his way of doing things. And all these things will be added. Hallelujah. Joshua, keeping that covenant out in front of him, was, I'm seeking first the kingdom of God. I'm going to a promised land. And I'm going to keep my eyes on his presence. And I'm going to keep my eyes on his word. This morning, I want us to walk away realizing we're going to make a decision to keep his presence and keep his word out in front of us. You know what? Because you haven't been where you're going. You haven't, you haven't been the husband you're yet to be. You haven't been the wife you're yet to be. You haven't been the mom or the dad that you're yet to be. You haven't been the minister that you're yet to be. You haven't been the business owner that you're yet to be. You haven't been the salesman that you're yet to be. See yourself where God sees you. Keep him out in front of you. Oh, and he's going to add to your ministry. He's going to add to your life. He's going to add to your gifting. He's going to add to your calling. He's going to add to your purpose. But your only thing is valuing his word. Everyone stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Father, we thank you for your word this morning. Thank you for your word this morning. Hallelujah. Oh, we rejoice in your word this morning. Oh, Father, as a body of believers, we set our attention. We attend unto your words. We set your word as such a priority in our lives. We set your word as a focus in our life. We set your word, hallelujah, as priority. I thank you, Father, that this body, heritage of faith, I thank you, Lord, that, 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 that we are going into new places. I thank you as a church body. I prophesy that we are coming up to another level. I prophesy and declare as individuals, we're coming up to another level. Hallelujah. We're coming up. We're coming up. We're coming up. Hallelujah. We're coming up. Hallelujah. As we're coming up as a church body, I thank you that Crowley is coming up. I thank you that our local schools are coming up higher. Our local government is coming up higher. Hallelujah. I thank you that that what's taking place in your church throughout the world, I thank you is causing our nation to rise, people to rise. Hallelujah. I thank you for harvest. I thank you for manifestation. Hallelujah. We choose to look on you today. Hallelujah. We make a decision to value you and value your word, Father. We repent, Father, if we've taken your word lightly. We repent if we put in your word on the back burner. Hallelujah, Lord, that your word is not an option in our life. Your word is life to us. It's not an option. It's life. 
Hallelujah. It's not just any other word. It's the word of God. And as we heed your word, I thank you that we will prosper. We will go forward. Hallelujah. We will make progress. We will advance and we will increase. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Coming up to another level, coming up to another level of living, coming up to another level of giving. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah.